Hello and welcome to Where's the News. This might be the slowest episode we've seen in a while. It's been a pretty calm week for news. Actually, not a calm week. There's a lot of dumb stuff going on. Like, really, yeah. really dumb stuff going on, but not a lot of intriguing or crazy stuff. Garrett just pulled some stuff up on Twitter that looks... Oh, wait, yeah, I actually saved that story. Cool. One, one cool... Or one story kind of cool coming up. But the rest are all chaotic and dumb. And... I think I think the world might be ending. Oh, um, but please elaborate. Well, we'll have to save that for later in the show. We yeah. gotta we gotta tease the stories of the world ending. You and every Catholic scholar, it's gonna end every twenty years. <laughs> With <laughs> all right, Garrett. With that in mind, why don't you uh, why don't you kick us off with your A and E news? kind of fell into the same issue that you have there's not a whole lot of a and e centric news however i was watching the news earlier today and not like a newscast but i was it still had the news page open and uh there were there was a very interesting way that a headline changed and i thought it would prompt kind of an interesting discussion okay so earlier today i was reading an article Disney's stock went up 4% as they're preparing to launch Disney+. Plus. I just want to say, I'm not sure if I said this on the podcast or not, but I called this. I, I either called it in a conversation with Garrett or I called it on the podcast. I said, if you're going to invest in a stock, invest in Disney, even though they're like a billion dollars already. Cause I once think that Disney- was here. Yeah. That or I was at, we, with the three of us talk a lot. We're yeah. actually very good associates. Well, I, I said, once Disney Plus goes up, their stock's going to go up. I didn't invest. I didn't take my own advice because, you know. I still don't even have the money to buy a singular Disney stock because it's like a bazillion dollars. Before. But still, I just want to say I called it, and I'm pretty proud of that. I, I, I don't mean to rain on your parade, but did anyone think it was going to go down <laughs> if they launched this thing? Yeah. Well, did, okay. did you think their stock was going to plummet when they announced that they were releasing everything they ever made and new series <laughs> on a streaming service for all to have the most famous entertainment company in the world? Nick, did you, you think it was going to go down? Can you, can you just let me have this? Can you just let me have this win? Yeah. That'd be like me going, next year in November, someone will win the presidential election. <laughs> and then when it happens, you go, oh! Listen, all right, all I'm saying is we're, we're, we're two we're two and oh right now. But we, I'll let you have that one. Thank you. We called the Kanye album. We called Disney Plus. We called like I'm basically both of those were givens though. I was the one that called the Kanye one. And I could that bas- was a given. I could basically be Warren Buffett at this point with with the way I'm playing the market. But you just said you can't afford Disney stock. Well, you know, like once I once I get out there and I I, I okay. establish enough money to buy. I know a, a lot of journalists stock. that when they get out of college, <laughs> they're immediately well off, and I I heard they make well over six figures. I don't think any of us are going to be one of them. That was a joke. That was completely a joke. I know. We'll be lucky if we could afford an apartment together, the three of us, and pay the rent on time. People always ask me what I plan on doing after I get out of school. That's and a hard I say, question for me to answer. I know. I always say uh, my, my main goal is just not sleep on someone's floor. My main goal is to blow up and act like I ain't know nobody. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Uh, to continue on with that. Um. Even as I was watching it, I just refreshed an hour later going, I really need an A&E story. Like, yeah, you I, do. I'm sitting there editing packages going, I need an A&E story. And it went up another percent, up to 5%. Wow. So uh, That's a whole hand. It kind of prompts a discussion. Man. I should just drop out, invest in the stock market. 
I mean, we have. You're a, a genius. That one, <laughs> that one share of Disney that you bought is probably worth so much now. Oh yeah, all that Disney Plus money you'll be rolling in in high school. It's honestly, I would probably. I heard Facebook's pretty hot at the moment to invest in. <laughs> I'm gonna lose more money paying for Disney Plus than I am, like, if I were to invest in it. And that, that Just pro- with my luck. How much is it? Is it five a month? That'd be a pretty decent price, but it's Disney, so they're probably going to squeeze every like cent out of you because why wouldn't they? The let me let me give it a Google. Demons that they are. And I guess the kind of question is: Are there too many streaming services? Is yes. Disney hoarding everything? Oh, to it's going to be seven a month. Oh, that's even. If more. you prepay for a full year, it's five eighty three a month. Oh, that's a big big. I save. would pay for the full year right away. Like yeah. if I got Christmas money, I'd be like, "Here you go, Disney." Yeah. <laughs> Take my money. But no, I think the streaming market's completely oversaturated now. Oh yeah, we have, like, who uses HBO now? I don't have HBO, <laughs> if that proves your point. But it used to be you had Hulu for your live TV and like shows that were currently going on. You had Netflix for old shows and good movies. But now all of a sudden, everyone and their mother wants a streaming service. Mm-hmm. And Netflix is lucky they got Seinfeld. Because I don't see a Netflix that survives if they don't get Seinfeld to make up for the void that The Office and uh, the Friends Leaving will give. It's crazy to me. Maybe I, watch a better show than one of those, but <laughs> I love The Office. It's my favorite show, but, you know, Friends it's the only... Little, Friends is overrated. Friends, show. after the first time you watch it, there's no redeeming quality of that show other than the Chandler and Joey bits. I couldn't get into it. I watched, like, the first season, and I never went back. But uh, anyway, I, I feel the same way as you, Nick. I, I think that, like as I've been sort of keeping my eye on Netflix, keeping in mind that, like, I get, it's typical, like, I don't want to... All their... Most of their originals are garbage. I think yeah. right now they need to come up with ideas and hire... Spend some money right now before they all go bankrupt. I agree. I think... Because not to keep cutting you off, No, you're but good. I can think of a handful of Netflix original shows that I actually thought were good as opposed to the sample size that I've watched. Yeah. I love The Ranch. With Ashton Kutcher and Sam Elliott and all them, that show's been on for too long, though. That's getting pretty dumb at this point, and I'm watching now just to make sure I know how it properly ends. They also just axe shows that people like and don't give them a final, you Those, know, proper ending. Yeah, that's, all their movies are basically the same exact thing with different actors. I think that, and I, I, I'm going to be preaching my usual uh, sermon here. I think that it's the typical Disney sort of buyout deal going on you had your daredevil you had your jessica jones you had luke cage and all that i don't know how all this went down but it's just you know that's marvel that's disney all those shows gone off netflix no proper ending i it's i hate to see it because jessica jones i haven't seen the second season is, right there's too much really, content it's gonna be really weird is to it? see like jessica jones season one right next to like goof troop <laughs> like, that first oh. season is fantastic. Isn't CBS launching one or NBC? I mean, launching a streaming service because that's why The Office is coming off. I hope not. And Friends because <laughs> I think they were both NBC shows. I believe, uh, yeah, NBC is. I mean, it's gonna go back to cable and just get stuff on demand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, and this is what I'm thinking. It's like streaming services are sort of defeating their own purpose because they're just becoming channels. They they are becoming, yeah. It's like when we were kids, right? Our parents paid for separate channels, right? When we grow up- cable or direct TV or dish. Exactly. When we grow up, we're going to pay for all these streaming services and spend just the same amount of money as we would on like channels. Listen here. 
Garrett's shaking his head in disgust to me. Oh, no, Explain. They're, they're going to have packages. It'll be like, oh. Oh, they're going to start merging before they all die. Oh, yeah. It'll be, you'll probably see NBC and probably Disney. I don't know who owns Hulu, if anyone owns Hulu, but I think a Netflix-Hulu merger might be the way to go here pretty soon. I agree. I don't think they would do it unless things got really dire. I, well, they've been tossing but around shows. When all these big guns are going to start releasing their own stuff, they're going to get a lot of stuff washed off, I think. Netflix and Hulu have been tossing around shows for a while, though, if I if I remember correctly. Like, Netflix has had South Park a couple times. Now Hulu's got it. Just to, just as, like, an example. I only like, I watch Family Guy on Hulu. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Netflix they, had they Family lost, Guy. Net, uh, Netflix lost it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, though, because, like, I just sat down the other day and tried to think of, like, if I had the money to pay for these things... Like, I get out of college, what am I paying for? Right now, my parents pay for Netflix and Hulu. That's all we have. We have Sling, but I don't count Sling. You just just Reddit stream it. Oh, we're Sling people. Just Reddit stream something. My parents so, yeah. pay for Netflix. I buy So Hulu. you need to pay for your internet, first of all. Yeah. You need to pay for internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I came up with ESPN Plus. Yeah, that's another one. Probably. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that... That's included. There's Wait, there's the bundle. There's the bundle. a bundle that... Because ESPN is owned by Disney, so there's some bundle, I think, yeah, that's right. ESPN, yeah. Disney, and something else, and I can't think of what the something else is. But when ABC? Di- maybe. A- yeah, it's got to be ABC. But that's when all I can they announced the Disney streaming thing, they said, you pay this, I think it's 10 a month, and you get all three of them. I just now remember that's that. That's not a bad I would deal. do that, to I be honest with you. I'd do that, and I really don't think there's anything on Netflix to where I would be like, you know what? I'm going to spend money on that. God, I can't wait to see... Disney continue to milk Star Wars on but, a streaming service. But Netflix did make a big move this week. Oh. Oh. Nick's bringing A&E news. Victorious. Victorious. With Victoria Justice, Ariana Grande, and Elizabeth Gillies is on Netflix. A show so I'm surprised That did not get Hulu. a proper ending. Mm-hmm. Did not get a proper ending. Here I am once again. Feeling lost but now and then. I breathe it in to let it go. That one, in case you... I looked at Garrett because I was waiting for, for us to sort of, like, establish a moment where we were going to cut Nick off because when Nick goes with songs, he just goes. I was I didn't know how long you were going to You don't have to singing. be afraid to put your dream in action. All right, that's enough. You got your one song of the, you got your one song of the episode. It. I mean, Hulu has Drake and Josh. In my yeah, we watched... For those at home, we uh, not not the three of us specifically, but the entire newsroom started playing Drake and Josh. No, that was on for like seven hours. Yeah, it was it was on for at least it seven went consecutive on. hours. I went to class. I got back, watched it for two and a half hours, left, did stuff. I think I took a nap and went to the store. Came back at five. It was still on. Earlier that week, I had said that Drake and Josh was overrated, but upon a second watch, the nostalgia hit me. Oh, it's, it's so a great corny. Time. It's, so, it, it's so There's fun. so many plot holes. The first episode, this kid, uh, the one where they take care of the baby, the kid plays the drums the whole episode, and then they ask Drake why he smells bad because the baby had peed on him earlier in the episode, and he points at the kid that was playing drums and goes, oh, that's my guitar player, so-and-so. I mean, he just came up with just, that line. Just, just little, just little plot holes like that are very noticeable in that show when you watch it another time. And also, the baby getting on the roof makes no sense. Well, it didn't. I think Megan had it the whole time. I know, but no, the thought process of the baby being on the roof makes absolutely zero sense. Wait a minute, that baby's on the roof. A fiddler. 
Om Zeru. I dislike you so much more now that I heard you talk like whatever that was supposed to be. Like, I know Megan had the baby, I think. Yeah. Because, like, Avon had a few choice words for Megan during can, the episode. Can, can we just address how wild the episode is where Josh tells this girl that he can play the guitar? <laughs> he, he just goes, I can play the guitar and I'll play you a song. And then he can't even... Somehow... He's not even capable of just strumming chords. Yeah. Somehow he can't even do that right, which I could do that before I had a guitar lesson. But to lesson. be fair, Josh, total tool, absolute square. So, like, it's not that far That pushed. That's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Josh could walk in, play Wonderwall, smoke on the water. <laughs> bon Jovi. Bon Jovi is actually a little bit more complicated to play. That's that was, some, that was some, just a callback. Just, yeah, just enjoy some, it. Yeah, but I'm going to call you out. As, as somebody who knows how to play guitar somewhat, Bon Jovi's a little bit harder. I than was just think. trying to please all those hardcore Where's the News fans out there. So, like, the hard, my where's mom. the News stand? I was just trying to make my mom amused because she's, <laughs> she's the only hardcore Where's the News fan. <laughs> but I guess to go back to kind of, like, our original thing, we think there's too many streaming services. Yes. But which ones are you willing to pay for? Netflix and Hulu are really getting questionable for me. They're both sort of losing a lot. And No, I completely agree. As Nick said, the Netflix originals aren't as good as they used to be, if they were ever really that good. Uh, I like BoJack Horseman. That's a good Back one. The um, Sorry, you and my roommate. <laughs> yeah, but that was, it's a good one. Um, but like, that's not enough for me to want to pay the $7 a month. I mean, my parents pay for Netflix, but I'm paying for Hulu. And I think, I think Hulu might parents have to get paying for streaming things always makes me think like if I wasn't, if I was using my own money, would I buy this? <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I think, dude, I'm so against the Disney plus because God, I Aria, hate Disney. I don't hate Disney. I think I don't hate Disney. I hate what Disney they own everything. For. Yeah. I you hate know, that. What are you going to do about it? But anyway, nothing. You're going to do nothing about it. You're, you're going right. to right. give you're them your 585 <laughs> yeah, yeah. a month and complain about it, but not change anything. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to watch The Mandalorian despite swearing against it for all this time because kind of looks cool. Kind of looks cool. I can't, you know, I got to give credit where credit's due. Your nerd show looks cool. Garrett, don't even pretend like you're not going to watch The Mandalorian. Oh, I'm going to watch The Mandalorian. It's going to be great. Exactly. It, I want the Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan series, too. I want that, too, until I get sick of seeing Ewan McGregor as this character that I hold near and dear to my heart become watered down. He's, Give me four episodes of him and then never, ever bring him back <laughs> to the role ever. He goes, hello there. Uh, yes, I found Darth Maul in the desert. That's probably what it's going to be, in all honesty. Yeah, but they already did that with the animated show. Anyway, well, we'll I guess are Disney originals going to be better than Netflix originals? I would think they would need to try to make it worse. They're probably going to have a ton. Well, it's the same people, isn't it? Like it's Black the... Mirror, such a great show. Ruined. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Black that, Mirror was that most fantastic. Oh, my God. The most recent season in Bandersnatch were awful. I didn't get through Bandersnatch. But... I got through half of it and kept starting over, and I said, this isn't even enjoyable. Isn't that the one where like you choose? Yeah, Syria? you choose what happens. That Bear Grylls show, though, where you choose what happens, is hilarious. I didn't. See I that. chose the wrong thing, and that man just like fell off a log into a pile of leaves or something. It's like, <laughs> oh dear, we have to try again. <laughs> Bear Grylls gets impaled by something, and you're like, oh wow, that's great graphics. And they're like, no, we actually killed this man repeatedly. <laughs> we were carrying around his body filled with strawberries. He's just like jelly. a video. He's like a video game character. He just survives. perhaps. He just respawns. Perhaps. That was a 
I like that debate. You just you yeah. had a solid little topic there, Garrett. We had a nice so flow. nice little, nice, nice, little, nice little cozy little topic there. And Nick brought some Annie. Good old, good old Gare Bear. Way to go. Oh, that's a death. <laughs> that's You're a gonna die. F in the chat. <laughs> I guess. So. R.I.P. in peace. I guess with that. Let's uh, take a poll for all the listeners. Will John and I play Minecraft tonight? Yeah, poll for the room. Uh, are Nick and I gonna play Minecraft? My guess is yeah. I'd like to play some Minecraft. I, I really hope so, but unfortunately, I don't get the final say. Only she. Uh-oh. She who must not be named. Only she who has the power. <laughs> she who has been named, but not, must not be though named who, again. Though who has the manhood in purse. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harry Potter. <laughs> All right, Nick, let's go to sports. Do you have a Horcrux? I don't even Does know she what. she have it? <laughs> Anyway, um, basically, uh, some big news in RMU sports occurred that made Pittsburgh-wide news. Head coach John Kowalski of the soccer team will not have his contract renewed when it expires in December. So, their head coach of 19 years is out. 19 years. 19 years. He coached the men's team, left for a bit, and I believe has coached the women's team ever since he returned. Um, So, 19 years. Um, averaged around six wins a season, um, which obviously isn't great, but you know, he knew the game. He's in a lot of, uh, he's won a lot of awards. He, he knows the game very well. Um, then why does he get the big seal later? They have not done well recently. I believe he won his record was like 112 and 221 and X amount of ties or whatever. Um, I just choked. Um, but I think it was just time. I think it was time. Fair enough. I mean, sometimes you just got to get that that fresh coach in, that fresh face. Absolutely. In. I, and in Pittsburgh, not to rush through that. No, no. In worries. Pittsburgh news, Starling Marte and Chris Archer had their play or had their options renewed for the new season. Um, I would assume one of Marte will probably be used as trade bait at some point during the season. Um, that'll be interesting to see. It'd also be interesting to see if Chris Archer will um, ever, you know amount to what they thought he was going to be when they made that trade. And the biggest story, um, RMU and Duquesne playing in football this week at Robert Morris University. I might go to that one. I don't go to a lot of RMU football games, but this one should be excited. Uh, Share of the conference lead at stake. Um, Both teams 4-0 in the NEC right now. RMU has not beaten Duquesne since 2010. I don't know a lot about... Or maybe 2012. I think it was 2012. My mistake. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, uh, I don't know a lot about RMU football, but I just know that from what I've heard, this game will determine how the rest of their season goes. Is that, uh, am I they, correct? They have two games left after this one, but uh, one game is against a ranked Central Connecticut State team. So th- if they win, that will be for first place completely. Then they play Sacred Heart, who's pretty good. Uh, not sure who I would pick in that one if I had to pick right now, but... Uh, like I said, it is going there's a lot of there's a lot riding on this game. There's yeah. really no way else to word it. This is I, I've said it before, I'll probably say it on CSC. I said it on Sports with Carney yesterday. By the way, our very own near and dear Nick Hederick will be on Colonial Sports Center tonight, so you won't get to watch it live. But hey, check out you, RMU TV and see our boy on the show. Here you have Robert Morris, 
and you have Duquesne, as you might have assumed based off of me talking about it. You think of Pittsburgh schools. Pitt, easy number one. Duquesne, number two. Robert Morris, number three, but redheaded stepchild of the three big schools in the Pittsburgh area. For some reason, these things of one of these schools would be better is through sports. Regardless of what happens, Robert Morris has eyes on the school because of this football game. This is the biggest week in Robert Morris history in, since I've been here. You're playing I, yeah. Duquesne on Saturday in football. Conference, a share of the conference is on the line. Mm-hmm. You're playing Pitt in basketball next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tons of eyes broadcast on one of the ESPN channels. I think it's ESPN2? ESPN News? Can't remember which one. Doesn't matter. There will be a lot of eyes on Robert Morris University. Win, lose, or draw, that's only good for this university. And I am very excited to see what happens here. But beating Duquesne is huge. Because as I said, everyone sees Duquesne as that number two Pittsburgh school. You know, if you don't want to go to Pitt, you can go to Duquesne. There's not really that Robert Morris feeling. The only I think Robert Morris only has you're not right in the city if you don't like city schools. It's a campus. Yeah. You know, I think that's one of the big like differences and big selling points in terms of that. But here you're playing Duquesne. I hope my points clear here with yeah, what's going sense. on. Oh yeah. You're you It's know, almost like you're This you're, is big. Like this putting yourself cuz I see what you're saying how RMU is like we're basically the same as Pitt and Duquesne in a way. Obviously with the different setting. Right. But our namesake isn't really right. as held as to high esteem as Pitt and Duquesne. And I think that has right. a lot to do with sports. So I, I get I get your point. And I think this these two games coming up are a great chance to show what Robert Morris is. And th- you've heard all the stuff, enrollment problems. You've heard, you know, money problems. You've heard all of that. But that's all colleges. But that's mostly every college. Yes. Robert Morris is in debt. A lot of colleges are in debt. A lot of colleges' enrollment are going down. But for a school that's had a lot of negative press lately, I cannot even begin to tell you how immense. What? He, he looks kind of guilty about that bad I don't, press comment. I don't know who put out that negative press. Okay. <laughs> Regardless, it would be huge for Robert Morris to win one of these games. I agree. It would be fantastic if they just competed in both of these games. RMU can beat Duquesne. I, I don't think Robert Morris will beat Pitt. I think it will be close, but I do not think they will beat Pitt. I hope they beat Pitt. Cause I, think I obviously gonna... hope they do too, but I don't think it will happen. I think Pitt is a very talented basketball team this year. RMU, I'm not saying they will, but they have the capabilities to beat Duquesne on Saturday. Winning one of those games is fantastic. Competing, competing even as you said, Competing is fantastic. Winning one, phenomenal. Winning both, you can't even begin to say how good that would be for this school. I think that based off of what we saw last year, because um, I did sort of pay attention to RMU football last year, not as highly as, as you did, obviously, but um, I think that one of the most important things on a football team, and I speak from personal experience because I was on a high school football team that wasn't very good for a while, I think it takes a while when <laughs> you get a new cool coach. In. Is that because you were on the team or is that for alternative? I reason? certainly didn't help. I've seen you try to catch a football. If but, you were at tight end, they have some problems. Oh, God, no. But I think that when you bring in a new coach and they want to change this winning culture, this is something that takes a lot of time. And in a, part of that is just 
getting your name out there and competing. And that'll build motivation on the team. That'll build momentum. And these are all just sort of like small aspects that, I mean, obviously it's not, it's not the numbers. It's not the stats there that I'm right. talking about here. But when you start to establish that, whether through a victory or through just a good game that you have a lot of people at, I think overall that helps change the culture. And that's exactly what I think Coach Clark who right. came in last year and keep, was rooting for. And keep in mind, they said culture shock when he came in. Exactly. He was going to shock the culture. And I think that... The- I did play-by-play when they lost to Kentucky State earlier this year. And I said, the culture shocked all right, but not in the way any of us thought it would be because they lost to an 0-10 team last year. The team was 0-10. Kentucky State 0-10 last year. They lost to an 0-10 D2 team to start off this year. In a game they probably should have won, they should have won. They really should have won. They just played bad. They found a way to lose. And that's been the problem for a couple years, for a while now. They've just found ways to lose. Coach Clark then said, as if he heard me make this comment, he said, he, he went to his kitchen. He got some bread. He opened the fridge and he made a big sandwich. And he forced He's a big me. guy. That's got to be a big sandwich. <laughs> he made a huge sandwich and shoved it in my face and said, eat those words, Nick. The sandwich was meaty, filled with my words. The bread was golden brown. Just right. He grilled it up and fed me my own words and made me eat them. Because this Robert Morris football team is off to a 4-0 start in conference play. Okay? 4-0 conference start. That's awesome. That's their best start since 2010, John. Yeah. Do you know what I was doing in 2010? I don't know. I was in sixth grade. I was in sixth grade. I've been dumped. I've beaten cancer. I've passed a kidney stone. I have made multiple friends. I have lost multiple friends. I have begun my career as a journalist. I have crashed cars. I have dro- I've jumped off things. I've went into ponds and lakes. <laughs> and I've, I began kayaking. I can't even tell you how many things I've done in those years. Mm-hmm. Robert Morris could never find a way to win football games in that time until this year. That's it's awesome. It's impressive. And it's amazing. And it's awesome that it happened while we are here. I'm excited. Because most rebuilds take a pretty long time. That's what I was saying. Yeah. But Coach Clark, between not even between last year and this year, between Kentucky State and now, has found a way to morph this team into a winning caliber program. And that is amazing. Even that if, he has done that in two, less than two years. Even if they lose this game, which I'm hoping that they don't because, you know, Colonial Pride. Uh, yeah. yeah. Go uh, Colonial. Hoorah. The third <laughs> period is our period. I think that um, even if you lose this game, just this 4-0 start, I'm not saying that's the victory. Go home. We're, we're good. We won because it's not. But, man, that's a pretty good start. I, I think that's, that's fantastic. Exactly. They need to win, though. Here, here, here's my thing. They play the three other best teams in the conference now to close out their season. They lose all three of them. It's four and three, and really you go back to the drawing board of, okay, this was a start. Yeah. But what do we do now? They win even one of these last three games. You end up finishing five and two. That's not bad. That looks really solid. That's That's, that's great. That's great. Especially because the teams they have beaten have been the other lower-tier mediocre teams of this conference. So I don't think people are giving them their credit that they deserve. This is huge. It's really big. Even if they lose to Duquesne and CCSU and beat Sacred Heart, that, there's still a lot of positives to take away from there because Duquesne and CCSU are always phenomenal. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. 
I know that there's a buzz about it on campus, which is rare. Even the Romo staff's talking about it. Well, if they're talking about it, well, <laughs> by God. Um, do you mind if I, if I move on to some Pittsburgh news here? Please go ahead. Oh. As I mentioned earlier, I don't want to like brush away. That was my longest topic. sports segment of the year, so I'm very <laughs> content with what just my, happened. My goal for the podcast is always to go 20 minutes, 20 minutes, and then 20 minutes. Um, and we're, we're getting close to sports 20 minutes. I'm we're impressed. at 35 after the hour right I know, now. but we started late. We did. We did. Um, anyway, we're Antonio Brown. Garrett sure didn't come with 20 minutes of material. <laughs> Yeah, we carry you, Garrett. Fighting words? I'm kidding. Fighting words? I'm kidding. We could take the same Garrett, I have too much day. to do tonight to get in a <laughs> measuring contest with you, okay? <laughs> the man, the myth, the menace to himself and others, Antonio Brown. Oh, I, I was not sure where that was going. I thought it was going to Trump, but I said that's going to make some people mad. Is back in action. Apparently, earlier this morning, he complained that he was quitting the NFL again. Um, this was fun to follow along with saying that the league, all of the league, not just several people on the league, but the league as a whole organization is racist. And did you see, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump the gun on your story, but it's my right. Cause it's a sports story. Did Go you see it. the last tweet? That was like, I'm sorry. I really want to play again. <laughs> uh, I think I have it pulled up actually. Guys, let me in. I want pizza rolls. <laughs> he has a meeting with the NFL, I believe next week. Oh, good. I'm thrilled. Anyway, uh, I forgot to mention, this is uh, an article from CBS, by the way. Important to acknowledge that. He, his last quote, as Nick mentioned, unless you want to read it, Nick. I'm just very frustrated right now with the false allegations and slander to my name. I love football and I miss it. I just want to play and I'm very emotional about that. I'm determined to make my way back to the NFL ASAP. Slander? He said all of this publicly, did he not? Yes. Well, I think he may be talking about like those... The sexual assault allegations. Oh, okay, that that makes more sense. Yeah, I I, I thought he was like, oh, no, I that's never... definitely in reference to the assault allegations. I just want to say like a Trumpian, like, oh, I didn't, I didn't say that on Twitter. That was uh, that was an aide. I think it's clear. I think he's losing his mind. I think I don't know how old he is. Losing? I think he's. It's happened already. <laughs> I think he's losing it even more. Whatever's left, whatever like. Little peanut sized <laughs> peanut sized cells are left in there. He's uh he's gone, man. He's he's off the walls. How do you go from quitting the NFL, accusing it of being racist, just really going at it, and then being like, No, nah, I love the NFL. We're going back. It's just funny to look at and I wanted to share it because anything A B related is always a it always gives me a good chuckle. This guy's a joke. A wee bit of a chuckle. A wee bit of a chuckle. A wee bit of a chuckle. Um Another quote from Brown in an Instagram post. No more control of my name and body. Clear my name. I am done with it. So no you get that, and then you body. get, I'm coming back ASAP. Just uh, just something to keep in mind. Think about Antonio Brown. Send out prayers that his mental health gets better because, God, it is a travesty right now. <laughs> Clearly. It I is mean. a travesty right now. <laughs> it's been a travesty since he uh, went on Twitter tirades. <laughs> In more Pittsburgh sports news, several uh, professional athletes are suing Pittsburgh over its 3% tax on wages earned by visiting athletes. This is from WPX, or this is from CBS, I'm sorry. They say the tax is unfair and violates state law, but Pittsburgh Mayor Bill Peduto is defending the tax. 
Most people who live outside the city and work here pay a 1% wage tax to the community where they live and a $52 annual service to tax to Pittsburgh. But professional athletes who don't live here are charged a 3% wage tax on the money they earn when playing in Pittsburgh. So they're not getting charged the same amount as normal people who live outside of the city but work here. And they're only paying 2% more and they are suing the city over it. And well, I, percent builds up when you have like I know $100,000 yeah. contract. I was going to acknowledge that. I think this is interesting to sort of look at. Um, I, I make like 120 bucks working at Walgreens. Trust me. <laughs> I know what tax does. I could be making no, 160. I, I don't disagree with you. Percent definitely, and I mean, any percent coming out of your money is not ideal. But I, it's just, it's funny to look at these guys making so much money and they're making, they have to pay the city. Here's the first thing that I thought of when I was reading this was a few weeks back, we talked about Andrew McCutcheon, who no longer even really, oh, wait, I think he does still live in the city, but he's no longer playing for the city. He has apartment still. Yeah. No longer plays for the city, but this man's still giving back to the city. And if you are, I, I think that, you know, just, just give back. I, I, you can go about it your own way, maybe a charity or something, but I don't think the tax is that bad. I think that's one way of doing it. Well, you know, those pro athletes don't make much money. Oh, no, not at all. Oh, yes, us journalists, we make a lot more money. They than don't get scholarships. Absolutely. They do not get any scholarships. Oh, yeah. Um, the athlete tax was enacted in 2005 when Pittsburgh was struggling financially. Mayor Peduto argues it is a fair tax. The stadiums themselves have been paid for by the taxpayers, Peduto said. They use them as their place of work. There was a way that we felt some of that money could be recouped for the public and we'll let the judge decide. So Peduto is ready to take on these athletes, and I'm trying to find out which athletes are involved in the lawsuit. Well, Pennsylvania loves their taxes, that's for sure. They're, that e-commerce They absolutely taxes. do. Yeah. Nick and I are uh, big econ guys out here. Oh, yeah. So we can tell you a thing or two. What do you want to know about opportunity cost? <laughs> opportunity lost. I don't remember anything from my econ class. There's a there's a little inside joke between me and Nick for you. I, I apologize to my econ teacher, but uh, I did more online shopping in his class than any other one I have, and that's why I don't like that e-commerce tax. Okay, people involved in the lawsuit include former Pittsburgh Penguin and current player in the Buffalo Sabre organization Scott Wilson. Oh God, don't tell Hannah. He is working under a two-year, two point one million dollar contract. And he paid a $6,000 athlete tax to Pittsburgh in 2016. Former Atlanta Brave, Jeff. Oh, man, I don't know this guy's last name. Nick, you might know this one. Where are we looking? His uh, name Jeff. His name is Jeff. Just just find Jeff the word. Frank Je Cor? Yeah, Jeff Frank Cor. Um, I don't know a lot of these guys. I, I follow the Steelers, and that's about it. Yeah, and apparently cool. now, this week, Army football. But that's just going to be a good game, so I'm going to respect that one. New Jersey Devil, Kyle Palmieri. And I think that's, that's about it. The attorney for the players said he's won similar lawsuits in Cleveland and Tennessee. Yeah, I've won one of these before. See, I ain't going to win these athletes their $6,000 out of their $2 million contract. <laughs> so it's, it's interesting to see um, how this is being handled. I think that it, it's, it's weird. you got to look at both sides of the story. On one side, these athletes – it's almost discriminatory to give more taxes to them because, I mean, they're just 
like anyone else in a way. But on the other side of things, they are not just like everybody else. They're making way more money to work. I don't want to say once a week because obviously they have practices and stuff and they work hard. Oh but, yeah, and those concussions. Yeah, and exactly. Broken bones and the Mason Rudolph getting murdered <laughs> on field. But I'm just, it, it's it's certainly an interesting debate. I'm not sure which side to go on here, which side of the fence to choose. But I think that I'm curious to see how this lawsuit goes. I, I want to see who the judge determines is correct. Do you have any stories that aren't sports related? Well, those were just the two for the sports segment. And Ooh. we... Oh, he, he fought back hard. We reached the 20-minute mark for sports, possibly for the first time. Uh, for any of you hardcore Where's the News fans, <clears throat> my mom, um, if you want to go back and, <laughs> and go back and check... Uh, how long our sports segments have been and let us know that would be great i actually know the amounts of each one well never mind like the exact second amounts because we still have the files the files all right we're gonna move on to news garrett cue up the music In local news, the world is coming to an end. Oh, brace yourselves by your you bread. Why'd you say that in a happy We're all way? Dead. By, by, oh, that, that's why he's happy. We're all gonna die. <laughs> buy yourselves your bread, milk, and toilet paper because snow is on its way. Oh no! I never understand why this blows up. Um, in news, last year I was always writing about snow, and it always did really well. Well, but, because we live in western Pennsylvania, it never snows here. There's never bad weather. Today, um, CBS said that a cold front was to change rain showers to the first snowfall of the season. And I believe as I was walking in to uh, come record the podcast, heading into the newsroom, I saw what looked like it could be a little bit of snow. It snowed oh. at Yorktown earlier, and I screamed so loud that somebody thought that I was chasing them. You, they, <laughs> why would you scream if you were chasing somebody? Doesn't that defeat the purpose? Well, have you never chased after somebody screaming and like angry? No, because no. I don't have that good. Yeah, I'm not a maniac. Sta- I don't have that <laughs> kind of, I don't have that <laughs> kind of stamina to pull when, that off. When you scream a big MF, and I won't repeat it on this podcast because we're safe for the kids. Yeah, let your, you know, when you get <laughs> home for from, the news is for the kids. When you get home from work tonight, you know, kick up your recliner. Turn down the lights, maybe. <laughs> what are they gonna do while listening to words? Light, light the light the fireplace. Relax. Pour yourself a nice warm glass of tea to deal with these cold we- these cold temperatures. The potential doom of snow. Tea is the only thing worse than decaf for all of our listeners. And listen to Where's the News with the Family, sponsored by no one as of now, but we're in the process of that. So oh yeah, let's get we'll- us a sponsor. We're, we're working on it. Regardless, uh, that they, uh, whenever I screamed a big MF, they thought that I was referencing it to them, and they did not look very safe and or happy. Well, Garrett, I'm not too concerned because you're not that menacing. I'm sure they were fine. You look worse than you actually are. Or no, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. You're worse than you actually look. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm worse than I look. That's that's like oh. Um. In other news, dumb continues to be in the air. I think it came with this snow. Dumb. Dumb. Okay. Antonio Brown caught the dumb. And so did this woman employee who threw trays at each... A woman and an employee who threw trays at each other 
at a Popeyes <laughs> during a fight. It's always at a Popeyes. I don't know what's going on with Popeyes. I think people are just sort of losing their minds there. I'm pretty sure That's that amazing. I'm pretty sure there was a stabbing at a Popeyes recently. That chicken just melts. The your eerie mind. Popeyes just failed a health inspection. Oh, yeah, no there was blood surprise. on the floor. No big surprise there. It's an eerie like restaurant. One time, my dad has a police scanner. <clears throat> I'm choking again. And one time, we were just sitting there, and we just heard on the police scanner. We need someone to KFC, woman urinating on the table. <laughs> According to WPXI, a woman was caught on video throwing trays with an employee during a fight Tuesday at a San Antonio Popeye's restaurant. I'll fight you. With trays? I don't think the calf would appreciate that too nah. much. I guess that would be a What are they going to do about fight, it? Huh? Yeah, it certainly was. The young woman can be seen in the video standing in oh. line before the... <laughs> I love this writing. Before the melee starts... An employee is defensively holding up a tray while she and the woman yell at each other. The employee then picks the tray up over her head and throws it at the customer. A man in a military veteran hat holds back the customer's arms behind her back as the manager comes around the counter. So it sounds to me like, did this did this veteran help the guy, help this woman just toss trays? No, he grabbed the customer. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got you. He could have very well, like, he could have helped out a little bit more by, like, Picking her up and Batista bombing her or something. Well, yeah, I know, but he could be like an elderly veteran. We don't know. Oh uh, no, no, even elderly veterans could Batista bomb. It's in there. If he was a Marine, seconds in <laughs> seconds he would have thought of it. Doesn't specify. He was probably a Navy then. The woman and manager went outside and fought in the parking lot. KSAT reported the altercation was not caught on video. San Antonio police. Wait, I thought it said that it was caught on video. Somebody screamed "World Star!" Oh, okay, so this. so you can see the video of them fighting online. Inside the building, you can see that notorious tray toss. Um, check that out. Just <laughs> give it a quick Google search. But you can't see them fighting outside in the parking lot. San Antonio police did not have any calls for service at the Popeyes. In other news. Oh, there's even more news? You even more news. I feel kind of embarrassed. I didn't bring enough news. I got to. Um, chaos continues to consume the fast food industry. Uh, headline oh, from CBS reads, he looked like he was dead. Family of man <laughs> paralyzed after fight outside McDonald's. Oh, there Unsure oh, if he will Lord. walk again. So really, I was looking for news stories for this week, and I was like, there's nothing going on. And sure enough, there are all these fights going down in fast food restaurants. I wonder so, why. That's a great place for a rumble. <laughs> the family of a man who is now paralyzed following a fight with several women outside of McDonald's downtown is not sure if he will ever walk again. So that's obviously oh, tragic. But God, what a fight that must have been. Jesus. Pittsburgh police say they received calls about a man in the street who had been punched unconscious and a female who had been pepper sprayed outside the McDonald's what? on Wood Street <laughs> around 10.15 p.m. Monday night. So I feel bad for laughing, but what? I, it's, I'm trying to – I didn't read this one. I wanted to read the, both of these live because I just saw the headlines and I was like, what chaos. Is this terrible? What chaos? <laughs> Police say surveillance what video. absolute chaos? <laughs> All these people are, hello. Hello, this tour who is uh, checking out Where's the News. Police say surveillance video they shows. They looked excited you know, to see us. They did look excited to see us. We have a very nice radio studio. Do they know us? Are they fans? I don't hey, think they go here. I have some questions. <laughs> Police say surveillance video shows an argument starting with an unknown male and the man and women inside the McDonald's. The argument spilled outside, and that is when the man was knocked unconscious. The man, 62-year-old Mark Kahn, is fighting to walk again at Allegheny General Hospital after undergoing a five-hour surgery on his spine. Wow. 
it really doesn't say what happened during this fight. The video is on there, but I'm not going to play it out loud while we're watching, while we're recording the podcast. This is something. Couple kids started. This is a quote um, talking about the fight. Couple kids starting throwing pop bottles. Belljack said they threw them on his girlfriend's head, so they went into the McDonald's to get away. So this, oh man, this began before they even went in. When Quan, of course, the nearest local place to go was the McDonald's. When Quan tried to pull his girlfriend away, police say two McDonald's employees intervened. Um, police say Khan punched back, and the couple was then pushed by employees from the restaurant. Police said Khan's girlfriend continued to argue with employees and customers outside before she, she was pepper sprayed, dragged to the ground by her hair, and punched repeatedly. So, just a lot of fights going on in fast food restaurants. Hopefully, this man recovers. Um, but yeah, just definitely a roller coaster of a story that I felt, you know, needed to be shared. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. They were heading to the Greyhound bus station, by the way. So uh, not only fast food, but also the Greyhound bus station is apparently chaotic. You, oh, not the that, you said this was in Pittsburgh, right? This was in Pittsburgh, yes. Oh, that's probably the, Is that right beneath the... Uh, I've been to that station. It's right it? in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I got honked at when I was on my way there because I was in a left turning lane and needed to be in the straight lane and refused to turn left. Um, oh, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You got to ignore those people in the city. They don't know how to drive either. Them and the people in Robinson. Okay. According to the New York Times, Jewel ends e-cigarette sales of mint-flavored I pods. That. I just saw that. Oh, look at you looking for news, too. You came in with an A&E story. Now you're looking for, like, other news. Nick, I'm proud of you. You really stepped up your game for this podcast. <laughs> just put me to shame. So, really, like, there, there's not too much to go into this article. Like, they've been making strides to stop, uh, sell like, this this continuation of e-cigarettes and sort of, I don't want to say the epidemic, but it kind of is the epidemic that's going on with these right now and how it's affecting teenage health. But it's interesting to see how they're just sort of taking strides to stop this. And I feel like this was something that was never really seen with cigarettes. So it's interesting to see how in our time, this is, this is changing. Well, there's no mint flavored cigarettes either. I mean, in, in their defense, there's not, is there? I don't know. I feel like there are. I feel like, I don't know. I, you walk I past people and they smell like minty cigarettes, I don't cigarettes, smoke, right? believe it or not. Well, no, that's just their jewel. Like, uh, no, I'm, I'm uh, I'll also kind of share a personal experience to go with okay, that. Yeah. But um, I, I work at the local Walgreens on University Boulevard. For now. Yeah, for, for now. It, it, it's up in the air. Um. I just need more time to do journalist stuff. However, nerd, I usually work at the cash register and I sell cigarettes. There are people who obviously come in every day for cigarettes. They get the same brand. Virginia Slims is usually the cigarette of Moon's choice. That or Marlboro uh, Gold. Uh, I believe they're or the Ultras. But slowly but surely. <coughs> slowly but surely we've kind of like been phasing out all of our vape stuff it happened i'd say at the beginning of summer all of our vape stuff went on clearance ton of high school kids came in and bought it Uh, obviously we checked their id they were all 18 but then they were selling it to their 14 year old friends i know how it works i had a couple of buddies who did that in high school that's off the record 
<laughs> However, it, it you just see like as a culture we've been pushing back kind of against it. Like they're on clearance, they're gone, they're never coming back. Like it it sucks as a business to have like this big empty section that's where jewels were, but it's also kind of good because nobody was coming in like we would have a couple of customers and maybe their 40s come in for jewels. If they were over 40, like towards their 60s and 80s, they're coming in to buy actual cigarettes. But young people would come in all the time to buy flavored jewel pods. Tobacco, never. But mint, mango, I don't know, pineapple. Here's a question. And this is a kind of an odd question. But considering the demographic that you have going towards vapes, I almost have to ask. Are the people who want these vapes done and over with, they want them off the shelves at stores and stuff, considering that mostly younger people do them, do you think that it's almost like, well, the people who smoke cigarettes are older and sort of set in their ways, if you will. Um, Maybe that's why we're not seeing the backlash on the nicotine industry as a whole and more specifically just with the the vaping. Kind of like a... Uh, to use a common term now, the kind of like baby, baby boomer generation going, get rid of them. The boomers going, get rid of vapes. We don't like them. Is that what you're trying to say? No, I I just, not not necessarily the older generation, but just the general population. I just threw my water bottle. Um, I, it's less of the general population, and it's more of these advocacy groups. Like, you've seen the cringy ads on YouTube where it's like, your vape is killing your cat. And like, yeah. My favorite is the one with the rats. They're like, <laughs> they're like telling the kids they're being used as lab rats. You're but being they're used rats. as lab rats. That's kind of funny. Like those those ads. There's advocacy groups gaining more traction with. I, we've been seeing more Democrats elected under the current government, so the legislation is getting passed. It's very. It's more of a Republican belief, you know. Don't get involved with business, but we're probably going to see more of that as we go forward. That was a discussion I'd like to end on. So what we're going to do is we're going to wrap things up here. Nick's got to get ready for CSC, as do I. So, Nick, I'll let you go first. That way you can get out of here. We're going to have a couple seconds without Nick Hedrick. And where's the news after he's done with this? It's going to break the hearts of millions. I'm sorry. Sorry to all my fans. Nick, what's coming up on your side of Century, articles-wise? Um, Well, just now, my piece on Kowalski's firing went up. Uh, not very long, but <laughs> it'll, it'll get the job done. It'll get the job done. You'll get the gist of everything. Um, RMU Pit, we're going to have a lot going up for that. RMU Duquesne, we had a Carney's Corner go up today, I believe. Yeah, it was today. Uh, men's basketball started. Women's basketball started. A lot going on. You just have to go to the sports page, really. You have to go to the sports page. Check out the all the coverage page. on the Duquesne game, all the coverage on, you know, the men's hockey game, the women's hockey games. You know, everything's going to be there. So just just go check it out. RMUCenturymedia.com. Go to the sports tab. All right. Well, Nick, good luck and good night. Garrett just muted his mic. And he is smiling joyfully as he finally gets the chance to go do the things he needs to do for CSC. It is a giggle. Garrett, uh, before Nick leaves the room, 
Why don't you just uh, talk A&E and then we can talk smack on him after he leaves. Garrett, what's going on in the world of A&E? What's coming up this week? Uh, for A&E, we've actually got a couple of things in the works. Uh, we're working on getting our social video launched. I'm getting the graphics kind of made for that. We're working with our graphics team to get a logo made. It'll be all nice and fancy. Uh, we have a couple of... We have, in particular, one big article. I'll get to that a little bit later. We oh. got we got a couple of reviews coming out. We have a uh, Jonah Hoy article scheduled to come out tomorrow, which would be Friday the... What's today's date? I don't know today's date. Friday the 8th. And then just kind of we're going to pepper in some more stuff. We're kind of wrapping up the year, and we're getting ready to work on the big kind of decade recap project but our big article oh we finally talked to the upmc event center oh so we're gonna have a big everything you need to know about the upmc event center it'll include the basic facts like venue size and everything as well as how they go about choosing their concerts we'll have a package airing on rmu focus the friday show as well as i believe rmu live but that's up to uh the producer and assistant producer. I'm talking to the assistant producer right now. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what we got. We got two videos and a big article, all in one. It multimedia converged media. Oh. And he's killing it right now. Yeah. Let's see what you're doing in news. Well, in news, we had the second First Amendment debate go out today. Uh, Michael Delahanty covered that one. He has an article going up with it, so that should be. Talked about pretty much soon enough. Um, we're also looking into several investigative pieces. I know we mentioned the Yorktown Elevator. Garrett's making progress on that. Um, there's been construction going on the Thorn Run Exchange Road in Moon Township for several weeks now. And we thought it'd be interesting to sort of hear what people in the community had to say. Mike Delahanty will again be looking into that one. Um... I always forget when we start to do these, what stories I'm doing. Um, also, Robin Morris University held a roundtable with, uh, they had a speaker sort of come in to talk about keeping nursing students. So I was curious to investigate whether or not that's a problem on campus. Maybe we're losing nursing students. I'm not sure. I don't want to say that's a problem because I don't know yet. But I think I'm going to reach out to some people and find out. That I could be interesting. Some, I may have some tips for you on that one. All right. Um, I'll love to. We'll talk about those tips after the episode. Oh, yeah. Spicy. Also, I recently found a page on Facebook that is talking about Old Moon Township, how the way things used to be, and not, not saying that, hey, Moon Township's bad now, but just a little bit of a nostalgia page, you know, and I thought, hey, that can make an interesting feature. So a lot of hypothetical stuff on the way. We'll see if we decide to do any of that stuff. Other than that, pretty pretty slow week. It's been a slow week for news, as you've heard on Where's the News? A lot of stories today, but not a lot of hard-hitting ones. There's no... It's like M&Ms. There's a lot of them, but you don't really get a whole lot of sustenance from it. Uh, you ever had mini M&Ms? So it's like I feel like there's more sustenance in those. You get a lot of them, but they, they taste way better than normal M&M's. This has been worse than news. Listen, Garrett, it's just, just hear me out. I'm not hearing you out on the M&M's. Many M&M's are way better. <laughs> You're frankly wrong. How dare you just, you just sign out like that. Better. You just sign out and debate like that. The people want to know. 
pretzel M&Ms are the best, and I can't eat them. Yeah, Garrett has a gluten allergy. That sucks. Sorry that you have that, Garrett. Um, he he ha ha. You've been cursed. Uh, apparently, you did something horrible in a past life. This has been Where's the News. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next week.